listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. Good afternoon. May the Lord give you his peace. Amen. Amen. So welcome, everyone. Welcome. We do have some seats here in the front for an extra $10 in the collection plate. Still cheaper than a Bruce Springsteen concert, okay? So welcome, everybody. Welcome. Good to see you all. Um, Ash Wednesday, huh? Here we are, the beginning of the holy season of Lent, the 40 days. I want to begin by sharing with you some things that were recently overheard in the parking lot of St. Anne's Parish. I had mass at St. Anne's Parish this morning, and I started the homily that way. I was like, things overheard in the parking lot. <laughs> People got really nervous, like, uh-oh. Father Michael, the pastor, has got secret microphones in the parking lot <laughs> listening to the whatever. Okay, um, so I was in the parking lot, and somebody said to me, Happy Ash Wednesday. And then it was like this awkward moment between the two of us, like, yeah, is that appropriate? Or like, you know, like, what do you say on Ash Wednesday? You know, and then a- another person comes along. It's like, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Happy, happy Ash Wednesday. Blessed Ash Wednesday. And certainly the beginning of the holy season of Lent, there is a spirituality and a theme of penance and prayer and fasting and almsgiving and spiritual warfare and the passion and suffering of Jesus and spiritual sacrifices and conversion of heart and confession of sins, like all of that stuff. And certainly even the beautiful liturgy and the the prayers and the devotions, the way of the cross, the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary, there could be um, a bit of a somber and serious tone to the season of Lent. And then yet we've got these readings where Jesus says, do not go around looking sad, putting on a show for everybody to see, wash your face. And it's like, well, now we have to, right? Because I'm putting dirt on your face. You're going to have to wash your face. Um, Your father who sees in secret will reward what's in secret, you know, like a purification of motives. Like, why are we doing all these things we do? We need to be motivated by the love of God. And that is joyful and happy, even in the season of Lent, the the grace of the Lord um, to be there. Um, It's kind of funny. There's a a network of devout Catholics in this area, and I caught wind of a rumor. There was a thing going around. Which parishes are doing the sprinkling of ashes? And which parishes are doing the smudge, you know? (laughs) I caught wind of that, so I put the word out. Like at St. Anne's and then here at the shrine, we're going to do the smudge, okay? Which is why maybe some of you are here. You're looking for the smudge churches, so. And even on the internet, there's these really funny images of the different shapes of the cross in this one, you know? There's the real big, thick, dark cross, and I think they call that one Father's Revenge, you know? (laughs) like So a little sense of humor there. But it is, it is sobering. And so I, I came into Mass with this palm from Palm Sunday. So in many ways, the season of Lent begins with Ash Wednesday, and it ends with Palm Sunday, which ushers in Holy Week, the sacred Holy Week and the Triduum, Good Friday, Easter Sunday, the death and resurrection of the Lord. And yesterday, the blessed palms from last year's Palm Sunday were burned to make the ashes. 
So they were blessed. These will be blessed on Palm Sunday. And we reenact the Lord's triumphant entry into Jerusalem, crying out, Hosanna, Hosanna to the son of David, the Savior. These are blessed. And then they're burned for the same ones who said Hosanna are the same ones who said crucify him. And in the liturgy of the church, we all will say that crucify him because really it is our sins that crucified the Lord and those ashes will now be blessed again and with the dew of the holy water to make those crosses that we will wear on our foreheads this day as a sign of our repentance, a sign of conversion, a sign of humility. Um, we have two options for the words that we'll say. One is repent and believe in the gospel. The other is remember you are dust and to dust you shall return. Something to think and pray about. So, in many Catholic households, there is this conversation that's happening. What are we going to do for Lent? What are we going to give up? What practices are we going to do? What prayers? What devotions? What um, favorite foods are we going to abstain from? And, and um, prayer, fasting, almsgiving, service to the poor, all these wonderful and beautiful devotions that are part of the Lenten program. And it's wonderful, actually. It's really wonderful. Um, and so I wanted to share with you a little story about the most beautiful Lent I ever had. And um, the point of the story, I'll tell you right up front, is as you're considering what you're going to do for Lent, I would invite you to pray to the Holy Spirit. Let God inspire you. Let God choose what the Spirit will lead you to do for the holy season of Lent. Um, there were several years ago, I was inspired to, be, to begin Lent this way. So for the week before Ash Wednesday, I was praying to the Holy Spirit, show me, lead me what I can do. There's all these things we could do. And I'm the kind of guy that would, would like say, let's do all these things. And then a week later, I'm like, oh, well, let's, uh, anyways. So I'm praying to the Holy Spirit. Here it comes Ash Wednesday, and I still haven't decided Maybe some of you are in that boat right now. It's like, Ash Wednesday, I'm still praying. I, what am I going to do? And I'm helping to hear confessions at the youth center. So in the Bronx, in the South Bronx, our community runs a youth center for all the kids who are growing up in the projects. And uh, you can imagine, it's a little bit of a tough neighborhood, and there's just a lot of brokenness in that area. And so I'm sitting there hearing confessions. We have this little school building that's now a youth center. And um, there's, a, there's a gap. There's nobody coming. And I'm just sitting there praying. And as I'm praying, I see all these Bibles on the shelf. And I kind of felt inspired. Let me just pray to the Holy Spirit. And I grabbed a random Bible off the shelf. I thought, I'm going to pray to God. And I'm just going to like randomly open the Bible. Sometimes they call that Bible roulette. <laughs> and that's actually how the Franciscan order got started. St. Francis like went and prayed three times. And he opened the Bible three times. And that's kind of how we got, got here, you know, as Franciscans. So I, I said that prayer. I opened the Bible, and much to my surprise, hidden within the pages was a little handwritten note. And I have that note with me right here. And it's clearly the handwriting of a young person. And this is what they wrote. Question. What if a person sits in adoration and really tries to pray, but doesn't feel like anything is happening? Like, they are not important, so God doesn't need to answer. 
When I read that, oh, I just started to cry. I still do. It's knowing these young people in the poor neighborhoods, like the, where that is coming from, the, the, the brokenness, the poverty, and people who are struggling with the feeling like they don't matter, you know, and that they're not loved, and that God, even God, doesn't have to answer their prayers because they, they don't have value. And so I felt the Holy Spirit was leading me, and I held that note over my heart for the whole season of Lent. I have pockets in my robes, and I have a little pocket right here, and I, I held that note. And all of Lent, the only thing I did is I was praying for all the people who feel like that, all the people who feel like they don't matter. And um, the entire season of Lent, every single day, the Lord had me cross paths with people who were struggling with that struggle, mostly addicted and homeless people in the streets. And the whole season of Lent, I was able to minister and witness to them that God does love them, that they do matter, and that they have dignity and value, and that Jesus died on the cross for their sins so that they could be forgiven and that they could have a relationship with God our Father who is good and who loves us. It was the best Lent I've ever had. And so, brothers and sisters, I encourage you in all the things that we may do, all of the things that are happening, to pray to the Holy Spirit to be guided in what the Lord wants you to do this season of Lent so that you can go deeper in your relationship with him and you can minister his love to others. Amen. Amen. been listening to from the friars podcast the community of franciscan friars the renewal please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media cfr underscore franciscans